2 has entered the podcast. Welcome, welcome back, people, to Player 2 has entered the podcast. It's a very special episode, as my co-host with the co-most and I are out this week. Ain't that right? Hell yeah, it's vacation time, baby. The holidays are upon us, and we gotta take a little break. We definitely do, we definitely do. I myself, Michael, a.k.a. MC Paperstacks, and... Derek, a.k.a. Full Metal Merc. We're on vacation! woo And we decided to travel to the mythical land of Skyrim. Oh. But damn. somebody forgot to book us an inn. <clears throat> I'm sorry. You had one job, Derek. I know, but there were dragons everywhere. Ah, God. <laughs> All right, well, that's fine. Luckily in Skyrim, I don't know if you knew this, they use Yelp. So okay. Yeah, what we'll do, we'll just hop on the Skyrim interwebs here and see if we can find some reviews for different taverns and find a place to stay for the night. What do you think? Sounds good, man. It's good. All right, all right. Actually, I just looked this one up. Have you heard of this place called the Bannered Mare? It's in Whiterun? Uh, no, I haven't. Well, the tagline here says, Friendly innkeeper, dancing, good food, and the drink is uncommonly strong. Ooh. It's written by Goldberth Herrickspin. We're going to have fun with these names, aren't we? Y'all, <laughs> right. hell yeah. All right, Goldberg says, The common area was packed with people eating, drinking, and dancing. The staff immediately greeted me when I walked in, very friendly. I sat at the bar and was challenged to a drinking game by the stranger next to me. He offered a weird-looking staff as the prize for winning. I collect weird staffs. Good for Goldberg. Right. Uh, after two drinks, the stranger said I would win if I finished my second drink, and I downed it like a horker in a barrel full of slaughterfish. I don't remember much after that. I awoke the next morning leagues away from Whiterun in a temple of Mara. I was greeted by the sight of a severed giant's toe, a splitting headache, and a priestess yelling at me to keep my hands off the statue of the goddess. A roaring good time. <laughs> um, that might be a little too much. He says five stars. Ah. I really don't want to get blackout drunk. Yeah. Wait, what do you got? Well, I've got this one. It's from the Braidwood Inn. Oh, okay. The tagline is, bring some bear repellent or a healthy supply of potions. This is from Carmen Sillenbinder. Stumbled upon the inn by accident while running from a rabbit bear in the nearby wilderness. Yikes. Local skooma addict told me that I have more of a chance finding a three-legged Khajiit than an inn this far into the woods, but there it was. Hmm. Owner must have been a hunter because there were animal trophies covering almost every wall wish he hunted more bears i'm a million gold shy of being a millionaire but luckily a room only costs 10 gold here locals mainly farmers and miners with nothing of note to say considering the owner is such an avid hunter it is odd that the food selection is so limited good place to take a rest from being a cave bear's chew toy and not much else two stars hmm. yeah it doesn't sound great it's bears running around everywhere yeah it's affordable though put a pin in it okay all right, here we go. I found one in Windhelm. It's called the Candle Hearth Hall. Jofnog Fair Eyes tags mm. it with "Doth this burn an internal flame?" Mm. <laughs> <laughs> nice song reference there, Jofnog. Right. All right, he says it's a great location just inside the gates to the city. Nice, huge dining hall on the second floor with good music and even better food and drink. The bartender tells a tale of a candle burning eternally in honor of a great warrior by the name of Vundheim. What fantastic sorcery is this? We tried several times to put the flame out, but it continued to burn no matter what was done to douse the flames. We rented a room and slept well, save for the buffoon the next room over to us who was banging on a drum all night singing Age of Oppression. 
Mm, four stars. I don't stars. know if that was a drum. Uh, <laughs> at any rate, I don't know if I, I, I need to, I need to get my beauty sleep. So we need to probably keep looking. You got anything okay. else over there? Okay. I got a place in Fall Creek called Dead Man's Drink. Hmm. Isaliana Jarrod says it's a great place to hang out for vampires. Macabre establishment. Everyone here is obsessed with death. Even the local farm they get their produce from is called Corpse Light. Ew. Gross. Many of the locals have been chatting about people going missing recently. Not sure if this is true or not, or if they're trying to scare any out-of-towners like me within earshot. Aside from the creepy atmosphere, this inn is like any other small town. If you've seen the inside of one, you've seen the inside of them all. Mm. Bed was just some loosely thrown together straw under a saber cat hide. I like saber cat hide. I think it's nice. Filthy. Room smelled moldier than the bread they served. Ew. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I would rather sleep in a hag raven's den than stay here one more night. One star. We're definitely not staying there. Yeah, Hargravens are creepy, so the comparison already put me off. Okay, Whiterun. Again, there's a different one there. This one only has three and a half stars, but let me take a look here. The Drunken Huntsman, Ron Rem Nightstone, says it's got good drink and arms to take down any game, be it Hargraven or Horker. You know what? We're low on arrows. This might be the place. Exactly. The owner is a funny fellow. Says he used to be a great hunter until he took an arrow to the rump. Oh, that's a new mm. one. Usually it's the knee. The incident yeah. apparently inspired the name of his bar. Oh, I get it, because he was drunk. Mm. <laughs> Rooms were all booked up, but he was nice enough to mention a competitor down the street that may have lodgings available. Stocked up on arrows and downed a bottle of wine while chatting with a Dunmer mercenary who frequents the joint. Would recommend for any hunter who has a low quiver and an empty stomach. Well, it doesn't sound like it has very good capacity, though. Uh, let's keep yeah. looking. Okay, uh, we got a place in Rorikstead. The Frostfruit Inn. Ooh, I love Frostfruit. Nelsrim Stoutmouth says, Worse than a barefoot trip through the Plains of Oblivion. What? Hmm? What? <laughs> Worse Why than would a barefoot... we want to stay there? Yeah, I don't know. Blasted Heading Sorison. He recommended the Cursed Inn. The road to Frostfruit was thick with bandits, and we barely made it to the door. They say to never trust a farmhead from Rorkstead, and now I can see why. The patrons of the inn were almost as hostile as the wretched bandits. On the way to the bar, an orc bumped into me, who smelled fouler than a skeever's backside and looked half as handsome. Mm. He spilled ale on my fine leather boots and called me a milk drinker before shambling off and slamming his head into a table. We ate stale bread, moldy cheese, and half-rotten pine thrush eggs out of desperation since we dropped our provision sack, escaping the brigands that assail anyone fool enough to travel the roads nearby. We slept in a cramped room next to the common area, and the noise didn't cease until the cocks crow. A pox on a lot of them in Rorkstead. Zero stars. Okay, now I kind of see why you pick the place. You like confrontation. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a lot going on there, and you certainly enjoy getting in fights with orcs. Let's put a pin in that as well. All right, I found one in Morthal which not really typically a place I like to go to, but the Moorside Inn, Talani Lurchy says it's a simple inn for a simple traveler, so maybe we'll get something mediocre and medium and no surprises. Mm -hmm. For a weary traveler like me, Moorside was a sight for sore eyes. I didn't expect there would be anything remarkable about the inn, but I wasn't looking for remarkable. Just a place to rest these weary old bones and a spot of mead, to help me forget my troubles. The place was empty, save for the bard. I wouldn't have minded so much, except that this bard, quote-unquote, sounded more like a Khajiit whose tail was struck with an iron mace than a musician. Mm. Shots fired. The owner, Jana, says she appreciates anyone who can stand his ballads. 
A shady-looking individual did visit the bard later on in the night, and after they left, I didn't hear a peep from his room. No business of mine, I suppose. I slept soundly and got a bite to eat. What more do you need? Three stars. Hmm. Interesting that it's only three stars. <laughs> yeah, again, I don't like the noise. If that bard is still there, I'm not sure if I want to visit. What else we got? Okay, we got in Windhelm, New Nissus Corner Club. Sounds like a strip joint. Fruver Starfree said there are far better options in town than this dull, depressing den. Mm. Decided to stop by and have a drink after overhearing a guard say that they enjoy the ale here more than anywhere else. Not sure why they call it a corner club. It's clearly just a tavern and a meager one at that. Oh, no strippers. Sorry, buddy. Right? Damn it. <laughs> I would say the guard I overheard had greatly overstated the quality of this establishment. Mm. The wooden walls were rotted, there was only one table to sit at, and the local Dunmer all seemed very downtrodden and didn't make for talkative drinking companions. One patron even told me I would be better off checking out the Candle Hearth Hall instead. I tend to agree. If you feel your mood is too bright and you're tired of drinking ale that doesn't make you mortally ill, I would say it's worth a look. All else should stay out of the Grey Quarter entirely. One star. Hmm. One star, no strippers. Moving on. Yeah, the Great Quarter's not a very good neighborhood, too, right here. All right, mm. well, we got the Nightgate in. Let's see. Solanya Kamare says that it's quiet and accommodating. Owner allows you to practice magic indoors. Ooh, you oh, can practice your spells. Nice. Yeah. All right, well, an oasis in the frozen north for those like myself who are making the pilgrimage to the Mages College in Winterhold. So it's on the way to Winterhold. That's good to know. The biting mm -hmm. cold, the frozen lake, and the lack of life outside of the end makes it appear a sorrowful place, but inside, it is warm and inviting and not without the odd curiosity or two. There was, unfortunately, no alchemy table to use, but I was able to chew the fat with Hadring, the bartender, who was all too eager to regale me with tales of his grandfather and how he built the place several years prior. An odd fellow, with bulging purse strings, was residing in the cellar, he claimed he was a writer, but he didn't seem to have any interest in speaking with travelers who visited the secluded inn. I was able to stay the night for a meager ten gold, and I awoke well-rested and ready to continue on with a renewed sense of vigor. I highly recommend this inn for hopeful initiates who need a peaceful place to rest on their way to study the arcane arts. Five stars. Ooh. I feel like he might have a bias, though. Yeah. All right, put a pen in that. What's the next one? Next, we got the old Roldan Inn. Ingle Doublefire says, I nary art afeard of yon specters. He ain't afraid of no ghosts. Is. Right. Crolden? <laughs> <laughs> Crolden. Okay. Her tales this inn provides alto wine, most divine. Plan to meet our friends Karin and Talver, but they never arrived and probably for the better. Oddly enough, the waiter who attended to us was a child with the mouth of an Argonian from Riften. Sharp and no nonsense. The bartender offered to let us stay in a historic room where Tiber's septum once presided. We acquiesced to her most gracious offer and woke up in the morn to ghastly screams from the common room. The inn is actually haunted. A ghost of an old soldier was walking around looking for an old sword of some such and referring to everyone it spoke to as Hjalti. We decided it was prudent to depart and have not dared return since. Two stars. Ooh, ghosts. Yeah, I don't know, man. Oh, okay, we'll pass on that. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, near the Dragon Bridge, there's the Four Shields Tavern. Fa Shanji says, one of my more interesting business trips. That sounds promising. Let's see. I am a carpenter by trade and needed to visit the town of Dragon Bridge to purchase lumber. I stopped into Four Shields for a bite to eat. Suddenly, 
Anorid bursts in and shouts so loud my cooked beef flew across the room. Someone nearby pointed at him and muttered something under their breath like flagon horn. The Nord then crouched down and proceeded to steal everything that wasn't nailed down. <laughs> now, I know that as a Khajiit, I had better vision than the average denizen of Skyrim, but I found it baffling that no one noticed this. The woman he was with was also crouched down and followed him with a disapproving look on her face. Once the Nord stole so much he could barely move from the weight of it all, he started handing it over to the woman. And she didn't seem to want to help him, but she sighed and said, I'm sworn to carry your burdens. And then they just left. I still can't believe this happened. Two out of five stars for the food. Four out of five stars for the entertaining distraction. Hmm. Sounds like a wacky happenstance. I didn't really right. get a whole lot about the actual tavern, though. Pass. Yeah. In Markarth, we've got the Silver Blood Inn. Ooh, mm. sounds fancy. Okay. A great place to drink the night away with lively patrons, says Hjorval the Steady. Upon a visit to Markarth, I was approached by a street urchin requesting alms. After generously reaching into my bag for a gold coin, he mentions if I'm thirsty, I can get a drink at the Silver Blood Inn. What a huge inn this was! High stone walls, large dwarven architecture, and warm smoky atmosphere. The owners, a husband and a wife, were squabbling when I arrived. I love a good quarrel. Hmm. I sat at the bar to enjoy some Blackbriar Reserve and was approached by a man named Kosnak, who challenged me to a brawl. What an entertaining night this was becoming. I promptly came to blows with the man, and upon achieving victory, he paid me a hundred gold coins. Drinks on the house. We drank and sang on into the wee hours of the morn. I crashed in one of their cheap rooms, my voice hoarse from singing Ragnar the Red, and slept the drink off. I awoke stiff from the hard stone slab I slept on, the way a true Nord should feel. Ha! After I start working the mines, I plan to make this a regular dive to relax after a hard day's work. Five stars. Huh. I think you this know, one might be at the top of the world. I was going to say, I don't typically jive with Nords. They're way too confrontational for my taste. But that sounds like a really good time. Yeah. If anything, I can sit back and watch them smack each other. I don't have to get involved. Yeah. Nords just want to have fun. So far, that's the top voted place, I think. I'm into that place. Let's keep looking here. There's only a few left, it looks like. You figure there'd be more inns in Skyrim. We have Riverwood. There's the Sleeping Giant Inn. Newlith Finbra says that it's a poorly run tavern that should only be used by the desperate. Do we even mm. want to know? <laughs> Let's see. We came from far away to observe the Shrine of Azura. Ooh, we gotta check that out, by the way, while we're here. We observed a small town nearby and decided to stop and rest at the Sleeping Giant. The outside seemed pleasant enough. A local garden out front promised fresh ingredients for their stew, and the sound of laughing children playing with a mutt near the entrance. Once inside, we approached the bar and were surprised by the lack of options on the menu. We ended up with a simple meal of venison and cheese, and washed it down with alto wine. The food was average at best, and the owner was not present at the time so we could complain. We were told she travels a lot. Who owns an inn but doesn't stay in it to ensure it's being run properly? We rented a room, but the barkeep did not see fit to show us where it was. Luckily, the place was tragically small, and it didn't take long to locate it on our own. We were treated to a single twin-sized bed covered in straw with a mangy animal hide for a blanket. Seems to be a standard in Skyrim. Right. Exhausted, we made do. A slight step above sleeping outside. <laughs> oh, these, uh, these bad reviews are actually kind of fun. All right, you got anything serious? Yeah, I got the Bee and Barb in Riften. 
Oh. Lanonius Antar says it's a great place to socialize and a variety of drinks available and very clean. Mm. And he says, As an Imperial, I was reluctant to visit Riften due to the rumors of rampant crime occurring there. A thief in town tried to rob me but slipped and fell while attempting to grab my purse. Whoever heard of a clumsy thief? Hmm. What poor luck for that fellow as he met the business end of my cudgel. The local end was also surprised of the pleasant variety. It was run by Argonians instead of the usual Nords, and the difference was immediately apparent. <laughs> he doesn't fuck with the Nords, apparently. Apparently. It was very clean and bustling with patrons. The barkeep recommended one of their local drink specialties, and I happily obliged. I was particularly impressed with the Velvet Lechance. Again, unlike most Nord inns, the room for rent was far enough away from the common area and felt secluded. The tavern didn't employ a bard, so I didn't have to endure the tireless wailings of some halfwit until the first light of the following day. A great place to stay to find good drink and peace and quiet. 4.5 stars. Wow, Imperials sure are hard to impress. After right? all that, I would expect it's six stars. Exactly. The limit is five. Okay, uh, I'm kind of leaning towards this one now, plus it's not near as far away as the other one. Mm. All right, put a pin in that. Ooh, this one has five stars. This might be good. The Stumbling Sabercat. Let's see. A great place to cool your throat and rest your bones, especially for rich merchants. Anonymous. Oh, they didn't leave their name. Interesting. <laughs> wow. uh, me and my mates all love going to the Stumbling Sabercat. So named for that silly sabercat above the fireplace with a bottle of wine in its mouth. An expensive-looking steel greatsword is fused to the wall, and no amount of prying will get it down. That's okay. That's a weird mm. detail. <laughs> Ain't that interesting? The area is definitely safe and bandit-free. It's a small establishment, but don't let its size fool you. There's tons of drink, food, and friendly waitresses who are not bad lookers either. The best part? Absolutely no bandits. Definitely not. No bandits <laughs> within miles. So you can feel free to stop by with your heavy wallet intact. The owner of the tavern, Baral Sendu, is just dying to meet you, and he can attest that there is no better watering hole in all of Skyrim for wealthy merchants and caravans than the old Stumbling Kitty. <laughs> um, okay, I don't want to sound judgmental. I'm getting bad vibes from this one. They keep saying there's no bandits, and I feel like there's going to be bandits. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like this guy might be a bandit himself. He didn't write his name down. I, let's move on. What else we have? Okay. We got the Winking Skeva. In I don't solitude. Like that name at all. <laughs> right? Granakis Moltiok says Huge building, lovely rooms for rent, food is so so. Hmm. Upon my arrival in solitude, there was a public execution underway. A ghastly business I certainly do not approve of considering many of my brethren met the same fate for merely dabbling in the arcane arts. My foul mood was somewhat lifted by a silly name of this inn and the spectacle of the interior. The place was oddly not very busy for such a large town, and the barkeep offered food whose quality left much to be desired. The opulence of this inn belies a level of success I feel may not have been earned honestly, but what do I, a simple Breton traveler, know of running a business? The tavern's bard was a lovely lady by the name of Lisette who, to my surprise delight, regaled me with songs from my homeland. The room I was offered was certainly the nicest room I had ever had the pleasure of renting during my travels. It smelled of fresh lavender and there were a number of interesting books available to read on the shelf. Hmm. The king-sized bed had an actual mattress, not the old straw so many Nords are fond of, and a high thread count cover I imagine must have taken months to weave. 
All in all, my experience was a pleasant one, even if it started out on a morbid note. Four stars. Hmm. Well, I don't really want to see anybody getting killed on my way to the end. Yeah, but... that mattress, though. Mm. Also books. Yes. There's no TV in Skyrim, also which I'm really shitty about. Because <laughs> they have internet. Where's the TV at? Anyways. Exactly. All right. We got two left. Could be a winner here. So far, I'm, I'm leaning towards the B in the bar, but let's see. Iverstead, the Villemeyer Inn, Brayeth the Sufficient says they came for a bite to eat and stayed for the bard. A nice bard? Okay, I'm going to move on here and check that out. <laughs> My father tasked me with bringing supplies up High Hrothgar for the reclusive Greybeards. Ooh, another thing when you do the pilgrimage up to the top of the mountain, right. I want to do that. Hell yeah. I haven't met any of them personally, but oddly enough, we did hear them shouting from the mountaintop a few days past. An impressive feat, for sure. I knew I couldn't attempt the climb up 7,000 steps on an empty stomach, so I stopped at Villemeyer for breakfast. The inn itself holds nothing of note save for their wonderful bard. I have never heard such a beautiful voice. Lindley Starsung was her name, and I was instantly enamored with her presence. I made a point to tell her so, and she was so delighted she performed for me for free. Unlike most bards I have met, Lindley sings original songs I have heard nowhere else in the Nine Holds. If the owner reads this, let it be known that that bard is your greatest asset, so be sure to treat her well. Five stars. All right. I don't I know if I'm going there just for singing, but we might have to stop there for breakfast anyway, oh, so yeah. you put a pin in that. I think that's going to be on the itinerary. All right, what's the last one we got? Okay, the last one. Dawnstar. Mm -hmm. The Wind Peak Inn. Gime Tibulurus says, avoid town at all costs. I stayed at the inn and was plagued with the most terrible nightmares. I dreamed I was a mud crab with a skeever's teeth and I had to teach farmer warriors how to cure a leather strap. Yeah. I heard the town was cursed but had no idea it was this bad. There's good fishing nearby and they serve a delicious seared salmon. Fish lovers enter at your own risk. Two stars. I do like salmon. All right. I like salmon a lot, actually. I do, too. I mean, maybe we don't have to stay the night there. Yeah, maybe we can just grab some fish and dash. That's a good idea. Okay, put a pin in that as well. Okay. All right. I think, based on the ones that were interested, I took some notes here. I think we have a good itinerary to track across Skyrim. So I'm excited to get this thing started. Are you? Hell yeah, man. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was it for our Skyrim Yelp reviews. I hope that you learned a lot about the realm of Skyrim, should you ever want to visit. We'll probably let you know maybe next week how things went, if we enjoyed our stay, if our experiences were any different from the people who were gracious enough to leave reviews. And, of course, we'll be back with a full episode next week as well. So, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Hope you enjoy your holiday. We appreciate you, we love you, and we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Peace.